0: on Monday night as I went home on that long journey to next door uh, I uh, set off from Boys Brigade and instead of going into the front door of Rycroft I went into the garage and I went in there because I had to switch the lights off switch off the timer switch that has been controlling the lights that's been in my garden for the past month. It was, of course, the 6th of January. Yesterday I went out and I snipped the bits of cable ties that held, held it along the bush and along the front fence and I rolled it up back onto the drum and um, can you imagine it's actually quite a length to go all the way across the front of the house and then back round and it sort of doubles back on itself it's almost about as long as a football pitch and if you were to see it in a straight line and now all that's been rolled up it's been put into the cupboard in the spare bedroom and I guess you've maybe done similar things too. As Twelfth Night came, you packed it away. The decorations are down for another year. There was a, a, a church I knew, uh, an Anglican church in Northampton in my time there, which uh, although they took most of the decorations down, they left the tree. The tree stood there until Candlemas. The 2nd of February You know, as a sign that we, It's not really over yet You know, I have tried to Persuade, persuade Emmeline uh, My wife That we could leave the tree up Until her birthday Which is Candlemas um, But she, she's never gone for it yet You know, and what it would look like In the lounge With little uh, little Needles everywhere by then um, I'd read to think anyway. We tend to get the stuff down. Uh, there is a man um, who lives in Wiltshire by the name of Andy Park who claims not to take the tree down at Epiphany or Candlemas or any other time of year. He leaves it up. He leaves it up all year. And he says that he celebrates Christmas every day... ...having mince pies for breakfast and tuftki for lunch. (laughs) You know, I would think... You you know, I I don't actually eat tuftki. I don't eat poultry. But I would think whatever you choose to eat... ...if you eat it every day... ...it become a bit wearing. Would it still be a celebration? By the time it got to December? I don't know. And he says that having had his lunch... He watches the Queen's speech, which he's recorded. He makes it Christmas. Well, I, I don't know whether he actually does that, or whether it's a false claim. If he does, he's maybe a little bit nutty. Um, but Christmas isn't about the turkey in the Christmas period, is it? It's about the gift from God of Jesus, his son who's come into the world to rescue us to redeem us from our sins today's reading sweeps us away from the Christmas of stable and shepherds and magi and of decorations and of rich food And maybe takes us more to what we have been celebrating, really. God's presence with us here on earth. And the fact that it's not just for one day. Or for a year. But for always. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you is the promise that the Lord is saying do not be afraid for I am with you this passage was written to a troubled people in exile in Babylon and God saying through his prophet that it doesn't matter where we are whether we're in a strange land far from home if they turn to God they would find that he was there standing with them in the challenges that they faced in their life. And it goes further. Because God says they're a chosen people. He has a special place for them in his heart. He does not want harm to come to them, but will journey with them, giving them strength letting them know that he is there all the way home. The exiles didn't really feel that God was with them. They'd been through a lot. In the previous chapter, it tells us of how they'd been plundered, how they'd been looted, um, how they'd suffered violence in war, how they'd been thrown into prisons, how they'd been thrown into pets. they had a grim life and many felt as if God had abandoned them and there might be moments in our lives moments where we're struggling with grief struggling with health struggling with things that are going on in our family's life if not us directly but God reaches out to them here and he reaches out to us and says I'm with you I know you're in that place I know you're struggling but there's a new beginning a new hope whatever background we are from when we're called to become Christians we get that promise that God is there male or female, whatever race, whatever level of wealth or poverty, wherever we are health-wise, God is there with us and promises to accompany us on the journey of life. And he calls out for our release, for us to be his. And that's what we've been thinking about the making true of that promise as we've celebrated Christmas. But as we've packed things away, as we've got rid of the tree from over here and taken the lights down from outside, it doesn't mean that that sense of celebration has to end or that the reason why Jesus came and was born in Bethlehem is over we remember instead that the fullness of redemption comes at Easter when he takes our sins on the cross and the victory over the grave giving us all new hope eternal life And in his rising to heaven, we are not left alone. For he sends his Holy Spirit. So that God is still with us. Emmanuel. God with us. Each day. Making us his people. Equipping us to do his work. Removing the need for us to be afraid. We don't need the twinkling lights we don't need the tinsel we don't need the tree with the Holy Spirit in our heart there is a right celebration of Christ a Christ mass every day